I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't, practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. Before we jump into this week's episode, I'm excited to announce that Anti-Social School is coming back soon. This is one of our most popular programs that have helped so many of my clients scale in a way that is stress-free, just in time for you to prepare for your next big launch, which is going to help you fill up your email list, crush all those New Year's goals that you set back in January, and really allow you to grow and scale your audience and income faster. I truly believe, down to my core, that you can create a thriving business free from the social algorithms. I really want to teach you how to ditch the social drama. So if you want to skip to the good part and dig into how to attract the right clients, make more money, enjoy time freedom, and learn the framework that is seriously repeatable every single time you launch, you can just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial, and I will share with you the next upcoming class. But Before the doors open, we like to do things differently around here. And I truly feel like if you are interested in building a business and scaling a business that is not reliant on what you post on social, it's really important to understand the framework and how it works. So if you go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash social or just DM me the word framework, I'll share with you a five-part private podcast series called Ditch the Social Drama, and we'll walk you through exactly how to get started. Now, if you're listening to this and you've already listened to this podcast, we've actually added bonus episodes, new framework updates, and even talk to clients who have tripled their email list, 10x their launches, and even gotten on the Food Network using this method. Just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash social 
or DM me the word framework to listen to the updated podcast. This works for any business model, whether you're a product, service, or coach, whatever you call yourself, head on over to hollymaryhaines.com forward slash social and grab the framework because the first day of anti-social school is starting soon. And after all, you didn't start your business to scroll all day, did you? All right, so we are back this week for our quick pep talk with special guest, Scott Haynes. Yay, I'm excited you're here. (laughs) You can say hi. Hi, everyone. If you missed the previous episodes, I shared how and why we decided to run this business together, which was episode 176. And then Scott and I talked about how it's been working together because we're only a couple months into this little journey, um, which was episode 192. And the reason why I wanted to bring Scott back onto the podcast, because I truly feel like running your own business, as we've talked about frequently, requires a lot of roles. So everything from strategist to accountant to chief marketing officer. And let's face it, one of the most important roles is understanding your finances, as in, are you really making money? And if I'm being super honest, (laughs) the number one way that I got Scott on board with all of this in addition to talking about it all the time, was building income in the bank account, as in you could visibly see that the business was growing. And I think so often women in particular get nervous to chat about money. And I don't know how you might feel, but I get nervous to bringing up bringing it up anytime with anyone. So when I really dug deep into what the needle mover tasks were to really make an impact and make an income, it was having conversations around finances and setting boundaries in business with your spouse or partner that really changed everything. And that's what we've been trying to share over the last couple of months, sort of live as it happens. So today we wanted to chat about how to set boundaries in business, But more importantly, dig in a little bit more from a financial perspective and then, you know, just give you a little behind the scenes of what we're up to. So everyone, Scott is back. Hi, everyone. Glad to be back. Um, I'm flattered that I get to be called the CFO, yet it's I'm (laughs) probably the only CFO that's still on probationary status. So, um, you know, kind of some of the things that Holly and I uh, came up with that it just kind of helps us keep on track and and keep focused and, and efficient on what we're doing is we set a few ground rules. And um, one of the first ground rules is probably came about because of my inability to keep my mouth closed at certain times of the day. Um, and that was kind of setting boundaries about when we talked about uh, business and when that communication happened. And no, Holly doesn't like to really talk first thing in the morning. And I tend to be, you know, 1030 at night, all of a sudden I'll sit up in bed and I'll have some idea or thought. And of course that lights up the brains and, and then you can't sleep and all those types of things. So we kind of came up with um, a few rules about when, you know, we needed uh, to speak about things and, and kind of other times where we just needed to disconnect, step away from it uh, for a while one of the things that um, we started doing, uh, you know, just both for health and mental health, that is, um, was starting to take a daily walk. And and a lot of times what we'll do is we'll, during that walk, we'll talk about some of the, the pressing financial issues or the, the what ifs or 
Um, just kind of all the different things that are happening on the finance side. Um, what else, Hal? Yeah, no, I think that's really good. And I would say, you know, neither one of us is any sort of financial planner or certified anything when it comes to finances, insert like all the legal things here. But I do have a master's in strategy and Scott and in education and economics. So we both like data. And I think the reason why we had to create those, these boundaries that we're still working on is like, we think about it all day long. And I mean, I think that's normal when you're building a business. And so it was really just figuring out when it was not okay to talk about it. Cause obviously if there's issues, we will talk about it. I mean, I think that's the benefit of having your spouse work with you, but that we weren't talking about <laughs> Shopify issues at 10 30 at night. Well, so, and, it, and it's also, it's really, it can be all consuming because it is, you're excited about it. You know, good things are happening. You, you want it to keep going. You're afraid to, to kind of put the pencil down, so to speak. And, and you just kind of like, don't want to forget. And so, you know, it can become kind of a uh, monopolization of your mind because you just you just kind of want to get everything out. Yeah. And I know one of the things that I share quite a bit on this podcast is white space. So we sort of have one set time. So this step is setting boundaries about when you want to communicate your business. And so we have set times that we like to chat. We take our daily walk. And then we really just make sure that when we have a larger topic to bring up that we actually have time to talk about it. Because I don't know what you think, but I personally think like when the kids are walking in the door, maybe from school, and then there's like something around, I don't know, taxes, let's say that we have to talk about, like it just becomes a disaster if we're trying to cover it with all the other distractions going on. That's true. And on top of that, all throughout the day, Holly will be doing her things. I'll be looking at different things. And the tendency is to, every time I have a question or have a piece of data that I want to share, the instant thought is to run up and go tell her. Well, of course, that breaks her concentration, everything she's doing. It creates a lot more inefficiency. And what I've had to kind of do is start writing those things down as hard as it is and just kind of creating a list so that um, I, you hate to call it a brain dump, but sometimes that's that's what these little kind of checkpoints are during um, various points of the day. Yeah. So sending boundaries was number one and probably the most important one. The second one I actually came up with and I was trying to think of a fancy name for it and I couldn't. But it was really just my love for Google Drive and all things sharing. And we came up with a shared system where we can track data together. So if Scott wants to look at data at 10 o'clock at night, but I'm clearly watching Bridgerton or Real Housewives, it's available without having a conversation. So we created a shared financial plan. We created a system where we both have access to all of our platforms behind the scenes. And then from a financial planning perspective, we've implemented QuickBooks. We work with our accounting team together and we actually use the profit first method, which means once a month we have a meeting and we pay ourselves and our taxes first. We're not going to go through that whole method today, but the whole goal here is, is that we have a system-ish that we came up with where we can all access the same things so we don't have to have a conversation about, hey, what does this look like or what does this look like? Like You can just be proactive and go look yourself. And let's be clear, I am not looking at taxes during Real Housewives because I would never miss an episode. Never. You do like it. Wait, can we just stop? What's your favorite? 
Orange County. Okay. No, no, See, no, Beverly Hills. Beverly yeah. Hills. Beverly yeah. Hills is my they're favorite. Ste- That's why above. you're saying that. Yes, <laughs> they are a step above. Okay. So one of the things that I think was a little bit of a struggle for us and maybe a lessons learned is I already knew all the terminology. So when I talk about things like this many people came into our um, lead magnet today or, oh, I have to go fix this like sequence in ConvertKit. I don't feel like I gave us maybe enough time to learn what that looked like. Maybe you have an I, opinion. I, yeah, I have a lot of opinions <laughs> on that because that's that I at the beginning, most of it just went right over my head and I kind of went with the fake it till you make it um, type of uh, mentality at the beginning. But really, it, it did. It took a lot of time that the terminology just wasn't natural for me. Um, truth be told, I'm maybe a little bit behind, um, technology wise. So uh, there was a lot of catching up to do. So kind of relearning all of that, um, hearing it over and over again. But I I guess I would also say that it, that can sound really intimidating. Um, and it kind of was intimidating for me at first because I was like, oh my gosh, what's Holly talking about? How am I going to get my head wrapped around this? How am I ever going to be of any kind of help at all? And really it just, it just takes that repetition, just like anything else in your life. You do it over and over and over again, and eventually it starts to become second nature. And I've, I've watched Holly raise her eyebrows a couple of times because I actually use the right word at the right time. <laughs> and so she knows I'm learning, um, but it does, you know, yeah, maybe I mix up tag versus um, what's that other word? Um versus segment, segment. Um, <laughs> but I'm, it, but it's coming together. So don't let it intimidate you. Um, just keep at it. it. It will come together. Yes, it's taken a couple months to kind of get it all flowing, but um, you know, it, it'll it'll come. Yeah. So first tip was set boundaries. Second tip is have a shared system where you can look at data or communicate without having a conversation. So you've got two ways to communicate now. And then the third one that we came up with, which I don't know, maybe is the most important. I know I said the first one was, but is have a weekly meeting. So we try to set aside one hour a week, usually on Mondays, sometimes on Sundays to review what's coming up for the week. Yes, that that's correct. And truth be told, too, I will also usually at some point, maybe it's well brushing our teeth in the morning or something like that, say, hey, can you give me just a quick rundown of when you're unavailable today? And that kind of also just kind of helps me refresh my aging brain to to kind of absorb um, when Holly might be available. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 a balance, too. So, you know, it's we're not just covering the finances of the of the company or what Holly's schedule is, but it's also the kids stuff and it's our weekly schedules. And and when is all the other family stuff going to happen and and how does that all mix in? Um, So while it's awesome that we have um, this availability of time because we're both here, we're both able to be involved with the kids um, day in and day out, all hours of the day, you still have to work around it. And um, we don't ever take that for granted, but it's it's a wonderful thing to to have, but uh, it still takes a lot of scheduling. Yeah. And I would say from my perspective, because I know I talk about our Sunday planning session quite a bit, especially if you're in the mastermind or the membership, I will take the time to sort of plan out the big rocks of the week. And then that's what we go over in our weekly meeting. So I'll say like, hey, the girls have 
Girl Scouts on Wednesday, or now they have Irish dance on this day, and uh, my mom's coming up to visit this day, or we need to do these things, and then Scott will tell me what he has going on, and then we'll figure out what that looks like um, just from a scheduling perspective, but then we also have very specific time. Typically, it's at... Well, it's been at 9 a.m. Like it's very specific on Monday mornings where we go through what I call business operations. And so that's where we are looking at like all the different things that are going on inside the business and reviewing like, you know, what does Scott need this week to help him be successful in his role? And what do I need to make sure that I'm able to get done? And so it's it is very much a mix of business and life. But I don't know. I don't think you can really separate it. No, and there's a there's a lot of divide and conquer with a lot of this too, because inevitably there's always things that are going to crop up that you weren't thinking or you weren't expecting. Um, sometimes some major crises that, and you just kind of have to figure out a way on the fly to to work it into your schedule. But it helps if you have a handle on that schedule of you know kind of what what the big issues are of the week and and how you can fit those things together. But you know one of the things I wanted to to mention along those lines that. You know, Holly and I talked about in the first episode that I was on, and I actually talked to a couple mastermind ladies about it um, when we were on the retreat. And, you know, that was Holly's talked about how she got me involved. And I, I personally cannot emphasize enough how much the increased communication about the financial side and all the things going on in the business that Holly, you know, kind of opened the doors and let me in and how much that really kind of brought this all together. I mean, that was, it was clearly the, the pivotal moment. And it also kind of was the perfect segue for all of what we're talking about here um, today, because that initial communication and sharing of everything that was happening allowed me to understand things better. It allowed me to share my thoughts. Holly was accepting of those. And then you kind of just bring it together. Um, and, and some of these things kind of just fall together really nicely, as long as you're you're staying open and, and communicating about it throughout. Yeah. And I think, you know, I talk a lot about the Sunday scaries on Instagram or how I used to have them so much when we were balancing a full-time business and working full-time. And I really, truly believe that these three steps, so the communication, the shared data, the um, weekly meeting combined with the Sunday planning, which hint, the planner has all of those questions in it, really takes the pressure off Monday. So if you're listening to this on a Friday and you're like, oh, I'm so excited for the weekend, but then on Sunday, it sort of like starts to creep back in. This really allows you to share with whoever is supporting you, your spouse or your partner, how you can work towards common goals together. So just to recap, the three steps that we came up with were to set boundaries. So you're not chatting about work 24-7, creating a shared system of data so you both understand and to hold a weekly planning meeting so that you can truly build a business around your family and not have your business dictate when you are actually spending time with your family or your priorities. And I know this, the steps sound super formal, but I won't lie. I think sometimes our weekly planning meetings are like while we're making breakfast or emptying the dishwasher, like it does not have to be fancy. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, it it can be on the fly and and oftentimes is. And um, as long as you're communicating, that's, that's what's going to keep it all together. It's, you know, surprises are probably the biggest of the uglies. Um, but you know, if you're organized and, and sharing with each other, what, what you have going on, 
um, it makes things a lot smoother when the when the uglies show up. Yes. So this was our second official he said she said episode. So we want to know: Do you like these episodes with us together? And better yet, when is your planning meeting with your partner or your spouse? Tag me on Instagram, share your next steps, and we'll have Scott back on soon. Hopefully I won't have my probationary status at that point. Stop. (laughs) Thank you. I am so grateful for you and the power of community that this podcast has created. It is just so amazing to be able to connect with all of you over the last couple of years because we've actually had this podcast for almost three full years now. And because of that, I wanted to just get to know you better. So I would love it if you would head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat and tell me what you think of this episode. You can text me, voice message me, send me a video, email me and ask me anything. I'm a real human. And yes, it's me on the other end answering the messages. So I would love to know, like, what did you like about this episode? What would you like to hear more about? Did something resonate with you? Or maybe inside this episode, I gave you a keyword to learn more. If I did, you can just pop this keyword into the chat. And this is a way for us to connect and chat more. So just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash chat. And I can't wait to hear from you.